in human design, all of the pieces, all of the energetic pieces are needed in the universe. And that's why they all exist. And if you have that, that's perfect for you. Hey coach, my name's Lindsay and I'm here to help heart-centered women like you build the money-making coaching business of their dreams. I've been coaching since 2019 and this pod is about so much more than building your business. It's about using your gifts to build a life and business you're 100% obsessed with. I went from working 50 plus hours a week as a first grade teacher to building a sustainable business that replaced my job, salary, and gave me back 30 plus hours a week of my time. Tune in to join the ride and learn from other coaches and experts along the way. All right. Welcome on everyone. Welcome back to the Aligned Coach Podcast. This is your host, Lindsay. I have Missy Campbell here with us today. We're going to be diving into all things human design, uh, human design in your life, in your business. We may dabble into gene keys. I am very interested in gene keys um, and I'm very excited for this interview today. So welcome on Missy. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, Lindsay. I'm so excited. I love sharing how people can use their human design and even deeper their gene keys to build a business that just really feels good. And I call it resistance free. So removing the resistance and just moving into the space that is perfect for you energetically. Yeah. Yeah. Resistance free. Oh, that, that sounds really good actually. Yeah. Cool. So tell us, Missy, um, if anyone, I like to put these in the beginning of the show. I've been trying to remember, um, where can people come and creep on you? Like while they're listening to this podcast, like if they want to come like creep your Instagram or something like that, do you have a place where they can come creep on you? I do. My website is tasteofsimple.com and then I'm taste of simple everywhere. So at taste of simple on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. I love Pinterest and Twitter, which I'm not using much anymore, but I, yeah. that's, at Taste of Simple everywhere. Okay, perfect. Taste of Simple. Awesome. All right, Missy, so let's just go ahead and jump right in. What is human design and why should we care about it? <laughs> oh my gosh, human design. It's amazing because it actually, the compilation of it actually came into existence in the 80s, the 1980s, which is surprising. But it is a bringing together of four ancient traditions in a really magical way um, that people can't believe how spot on it is. And I have friends who are astrologers and chakra healers, and they just can't believe how somehow this one modality could bring all of those things together in one. So it is the compilation of astrology, the chakra system, Kabbalah, and the I Ching. So all of these Ooh. really ancient traditions that we've used for a long time. Mm -hmm. And it it's amazing how it brings it all together in it's nothing to believe. Human design is nothing to believe. It's simply an energy. So once you research your human design, you just start to feel it in your body. You just start to acknowledge where you're making decisions from and all of those things. And then once you feel it, it just makes sense to you in your body. So you don't have to believe anything in your head. You don't have to convince yourself of anything or believe any dogma. It's simply an energetic feeling in your body. Oh, I love the way you explain that. Yeah. It's not necessarily like, Oh, I, do I believe in this? Do I not believe in this? Um, I, I like it. It's I like, I like to think of it as like a tool, like it's a tool to empower you not to say that, Oh, this is right. Or this is wrong. And I'm, I'm definitely not an expert in it, but I do know, like I've been, you know, I, I do use it on the daily. 
um, to make decisions and to kind of feel, oh, like, why am I feeling this way? And, oh, and to really validate myself. So I like to see it as like a tool, like a tool in my tool belt, right? Just like yoga is a tool or meditation or journaling. I like to see this as just like another tool for me to have. What, does yeah. that, do you hear that a lot? Like, does that kind of ring true? I to you? 100% agree. Okay. And yeah, like there's so many tools and we don't have to just believe in one and have that be the one thing we do. Like you're saying, there's yoga and there's human design, there's tarot, there's astrology, there's so many tools. So they're all self-awareness tools. And I like to say with all of them, and for me, coming from a really logical business space, it's hard, it can be hard to acknowledge energetics. Mm. And so to me, you don't have to believe anything. And you don't even have to logically understand why or how it works for it to work for you. So as you, as you open up to it and you start to feel it, if it feels good to you, then it's true. Yeah. That's all. You don't have to logically explain why tarot is or isn't true or human design is or isn't true. If it feels good and lightens you up and helps you become more self-aware, then it's a tool and it can be true for you. Yeah. Yeah. You said, um, sometimes it's hard to like, to acknowledge energy, like how energy could be true or not. I think that now I'm in a place where like, it's hard to not acknowledge it. Like it's hard to not notice it. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to not feel it. Like I'll, you know, you, you go and do certain things or you take certain actions in your business or even meeting people or prospective clients or something. And like, you just feel the energy from it. I think one, it's like something that once you know, like you can't unknow it, you know, like, Oh, that energy was off. Oh, we're not an energetic match. Oh, you know, it just becomes like second nature to you once you know it. That's, that's how it's been for me at least. Yeah, exactly. And once you become aware of it in yourself, you be, the awareness just expands to other people. Mm-hmm. And I would say, you know, you were saying um, earlier, human design is about non-judgment. So there is no good or bad. And sometimes I do readings. I'm like, I don't want to be a projector. I want to be a manifesting generator. And there is no good or bad. All energies are needed. Of course, we can be out of alignment and that can drive us to do things that are out of alignment. But in human design, all of the pieces, all of the energetic pieces are needed in the universe. And that's why they all exist. And if you have that, that's perfect for you. Yeah. You don't have to judge ourselves. There's no good or bad. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Um, I think that's so true. I, I'm a manifesting generator and, and we can even dive into maybe some of what the different types are. If you're okay with that, like we can kind of um, dive into those. But for me, sometimes I'm like, I am so sick of being a Manny Jen. Like I don't want this anymore. Like, just let me be a projector. So like, I definitely feel that sometimes, um, but it's also my superpower, right? So if, if I'm feeling like that, I have to find where am I not in alignment, right? And that's the thing about Manny Jens from what I know is like, something's not in alignment. Like, where am I not passionate about this anymore? What needs to change? And like, just really being okay with the changing part of it and like changing and moving through it and evolving. Uh, But sometimes I'm like, I wish I could just have my, like, this would be my thing. I would be done. Like, let it be simple. Um, So, so yeah. But what would you say? Okay. So let's break down the different types. If you want to kind of take us through, um, you know, for anyone that's listening that this is like, what is this? Like, I've kind of heard about it, but I'm not really sure what this means. Um, What are the differences and where can people find their human design? Because this is a free thing, right? People anywhere can, can look up their human design, right? 
Yes. Yeah. I recommend either jovianarchive.com or mybodygraph.com. Jovian Archive to me is like for a beginner, the simplest thing, because you'll just get a little one page PDF. It's visually appealing and it's not too overwhelming. And then you can just begin to Google mm. um, the aspects of your design. And it's nothing to feel overwhelmed about. So you can just, you know, one thing that stands out to you, you can just dive into that. There's no right or wrong in where to start. It's not really a hierarchy of anything. So you don't need to, it's a lifelong experience of experimenting with it. So there's no way even for me or for Lindsay to fully understand our design. It's just a process and evolution through our entire life to dive into it. So you can just choose one thing that really feels like it's calling to you and just dive into that and see how that feels in your body, kind of live and move and experience it. And then by doing that, that's how you would understand it. But yeah, I love that you're a Manny Jen. I'm a Manny Jen too. <laughs> oh, so cool. Do you ever feel that frustration though of like, oh, if I could just find that one thing or like, oh, you know. Yeah. And we're not meant to do that. We're not meant to find one thing. We're meant to change our minds and really experiment our way through life. So we don't have to. And I think people who know us, it makes sense to them that we don't really have one clear thing that we do. Mm -hmm. It's like part of, like you said, part of our superpower in each of the different types has a really amazing superpower. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, there's, there are four main types and then off generator, there's like a branch manifesting generator. So the four main types are manifester. And that's about 9% of the population. And they're really the initiators. When they walk into a room, everyone's like, yep, they know what's going on. They're in charge. And they just have that big leadership sort of energy about them. And then generators and manifesting generators, they're in one one category. Um, That's about 70% of people. Um, So generator is there's the peer generator. And then branch of that is the manifesting generator, which means we have the defined throat and we have some we have some channel going to our throat and so we do have a little bit of that manifester energy and one thing i noticed with that is people um you know informing people about what we're doing i'm just Mm -hmm. like off in some on some tangent and no one has any idea what i'm doing now yeah we we do need to remember as manifesting generators to let people know what's up, even though we changed our mind 10 times since the last time we said what we were doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have to remember to do that. Ooh, that's so and then, true. And then projectors are about 20% of the population. I love projectors. And I know we were saying sometimes I wish I was a projector. Mm-hmm. Projectors are really the leaders of this new paradigm shift that we're moving into. Mm-hmm. And I love it because it's a type of leader that is not really that initiator big energy when you walk into the room they're more like the lighthouse and the beacon the guide and it's a really gentle sort of leadership that focuses on leading one person at a time and by doing that that's how they lead everyone so it's a really magical energy and as generators and manifesting generators we're here to elevate projectors into that leadership role so it's interesting because in my work in business and just doing human design readings, I would say more than half of the people I've worked with are projectors, which is only 20% of the population is projectors. But then 
more than double that come to me. And I think it's because energetically as a manifesting generator, there's an energetics there in that, you know, I can help to elevate them, to recognize them, to invite them into Mm. their leadership space. So I love, I love projector. I love the projector type. And I think a lot of people like, I don't want to be a projector. I want to be a manifesting generator or a generator. Mm -hmm. So we need to really, um, acknowledge the projector and help elevate them into that new leadership role. So I love that. And then reflectors are 1% of the population. I actually have three friends who are reflectors. Oh, wow. I don't think I know personally any reflectors. Like I I've done like human design, like I've typed in my whole family on my body graph and like been looking them up, you know? Um, but none of them are reflectors. I don't, I don't even think I know one. So if anyone's listening and you are a reflector, like, please come say hey on Instagram so we can chat. Um, it's such a magical energy. My, my business accountability partner is a reflector and she's also an astrologer and she's a long time, very experienced astrologer. And she, um, wanted to do a reading and she's a reflector and she just was so in awe by how human design really very authentically brings in astrology in a way that it just like you know shines a new light on astrology from a different angle and she found it really fascinating but yeah they have no defined energy centers so in human design there are these geometric shapes kind of like the chakra system mm-hmm. and they have none that are defined or colored in so they have no channels in their mm. human design chart and they are really mirrors to show us the reality of what is here mm-hmm. um and so they have to be really careful about their environment the people they're around things like that because they can energy just flows through them everybody's energy all the energy around them comes through them and reflects back to us. And so they need to know their boundaries really clearly and know what their, their own purpose is. So they don't get sidetracked by, you know, like news and things like that can, I mean, it affects everybody, but for them, they can internalize it and think it's their own um, Mm -hmm. narrative. So they need to be really careful, but it's such a beautiful energy because they can show us what's real. We can pretend all we want about, the progress that we're making, but they can just see exactly as it is in real time. And it's powerful to get that reality check. Yeah. Wow. You put that so beautifully. Like I've always kind of been, because I don't know any in real life. So I've always kind of had a little, like a hard time grasping what it really meant to be a reflector. Um, But you just like, sometimes they can internalize that narrative. Like that really makes it like, Oh, okay. I get it. So like, I'm actually thinking of someone and I try not to judge people and like, guess what they are, but I do it sometimes, but I'm thinking of someone that does internalize a lot of like the, the things that are going on in the world, or they just kind of worry some, right. Or that they, and to kind of take things personally. Um, and so they, they, because they're so caring, like, I think they have this really huge heart and they just really care about things. Um, so I think, yeah, thank you for explaining it in that way. I don't, I don't know if this person that I'm thinking of is a reflector, but that's, heart. I know I'm not going to message, message this person. It's actually my brother-in-law. I'm going to be like, what time were you born? <laughs> he's going to be like, what? What are, you, what are you looking at? Are you stalking me? <laughs> yeah. He's going to be like, um, I'm not telling you. I do it to people all the time. I'm like, can I just look up your chart? Yeah, please. 
it helps me to energetically accept people as they are. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because even people who are very new to human design, they never, or they don't even know what it is. It's amazing how much of it they've already been living out. Yeah. And when I do readings with people, um, I tend to do people readings with people more in the spiritual space. So they are doing a lot of deep work, but it's amazing how much of it has already been lived out through them without any logical knowledge of it. So it really is energetics. And it's just, you know, a snapshot of the universe at the time we were born. Mm. It, It actually is related to our growth in the womb. There's a time during the growth in the in, our, in the womb about three months before we were born where there's like a snapshot taken and then there's another snapshot taken at the exact time we're born so it's a it's a mix of our design which is just inherent in the womb and then our personality develops during the last three months in the womb and that's the other side of our design is our personality oh, and our personality is like things that are very apparent and then our design is like really deep inherent stuff that we may or may not be aware of it's just so true and deep to who we are that we might not have any logical um you know explanation or understanding of what those things are so yeah it's really it's really powerful i'm curious what's your profile yeah okay so tell me all right so i don't know all the like i i have my human design right here pulled up oh, okay. um well, I thought I did here. I actually keep it up on my phone. Like I keep it in my browser and I just never, like I always keep it as like an extra tab that's up because I'm like, let me go see what my chart says about this. So you know, there's so much always, there's always more to learn. I mean, I've been doing this for over a year and I just, I was looking at my chart the other day. I was doing a reading for myself to my family because I've been going through my immediate family and doing a reading for everybody in front of everybody else as kind of an awareness. Mm-hmm. And I was doing mine and I was reading one of my channels and I'm like, I did not remember. <laughs> like, I didn't, like, must be I wasn't open to receiving that at the time, some other time when I looked at my yeah. chart. I only have a handful of channels, like four or five. In this one, I was like, I never heard that before. Yeah, wait a minute. Okay, so the, is that like my strategy and my authority? Uh, is that what profile that is two numbers. It should be if you're. Oh, on I'm a five number. one. I know what that is. Five one. Oh, five one. Okay, awesome. Five one. And what's your um, what's your authority? So I am manifesting generate with sacral authority. Sacral. Okay, awesome. Yeah, it just helps to to know that. Um, so yeah, there, there's the four main types and then branch of manifesting generator, um, off of generator okay. and there's, so we each have a strategy and that is each of the types have their own strategy. And I call that how we can live, move through the world without resistance mm-hmm. by, by really feeling into our strategy. Um, so the strategy for a manifester is to inform, like I said, so they need to, you know, just tell us, tell us what they're thinking. We don't have to, they're not, they're not asking us to respond or anything. They just have to, they just have to tell us, they have to inform us. And then as generators and manifesting generators, our strategy is to respond. And a lot of generators and manifesting generators don't like this because we think of ourselves as like, go-getters and doers and builders, which we are, but it just is a very meditative view of the world in that 
all of the opportunities that are meant for us are just right here around us. And all we have to do is respond to them. We just have to accept them as ours. We don't have to push. We don't have to go. We don't have to go that far. They're actually just right here. And we just have to reach out and say, yep, that one's mine. Yep, that one's mine. And then depending on your authority, um, you know, you can decide to release it later or you can just say, yep, that's mine. And I know like your sacral authority. Yeah. So, you know, immediately it's just a yes or a no in the moment. Yes or no. You don't need any other timing or anything. And so when, when you see something pop up, maybe on Facebook or someone emails you, you know, immediately whether it's a yes or a no, wow. you don't have to, you don't have to ask yourself anything and then you can just move forward with it. If it's yes or no, you just get that mm. deep that response. And so yeah. it's how we can really um, just move through the world without resistance and do our, do our work without resistance. And I say, you know, the more we feel into our design and our true energetics, the more white space we can create so that we can make those decisions in the moment immediately because we're so open to receiving and we need to, you know, we need to get ourselves to that space where we're not like scheduled out every five minutes all day long, because then we're not going to be able to feel into our energy and make those decisions because we're going to be so busy checking tasks. Oh my goodness. That, yes, that just rings so true. So, so, so true. I have found that whenever I can free up my calendar, because like you said, as a Manny Jen, um, we are, we feel very go-getter. Like we feel like we need to be doing all the things we feel that way. Yet, whenever we have more space in our calendar, then we can create more magic. Like then we can go deeper into the work that we are doing. So that, mm -hmm. and, and especially like running your own business, like that's a handoff that like, I've really had to learn to juggle. Like I've learned to balance like, okay, Lindsay, like you may want to have your calendar filled up, but guess what? By Tuesday, you are going to be tired and you are going to fill it in your sacral, right? That you don't want to be doing those things. So you have to create the space for that. Um, so that, that definitely rings true. And, and it's, and it's a constant dance, you know, it's a constant like balancing act for sure. Yeah. Everything is, there's no, there's no definite all the time. It's just definite in the moment, depending mm -hmm. on your strategy. So yeah, if you can just be open to receiving what is correct for you, mm -hmm. then, then it's just, it is just an, our life is just an evolution. We don't know where the end is. We don't know where our path is. And that's where Gene Keys comes in, which we can definitely talk about. For yes, yes. Um, and then uh, projectors, their strategy is wait for the invitation. And they don't like that either. They don't, it seems a little passive, but they actually, their, their responsibility, their job as a projector is to keep their light on. So if they're the beacon or the lighthouse or the guide, mm -hmm. if they can stay lit up and stay true to their energy, then we can see them. If their light's on, we can see them mm -hmm. and then we can invite them to lead us. So they just need to, um, be there in their full energy and we just feel that energy as if yes can you please can you please lead us mm -hmm. and guide us through this thing so that is yeah. that is really their job it's it's a beautiful job I, I mean I wish that was my job <laughs> I know I'm like I could talk and be a lighthouse all day long like yes yeah. And I mean, like I said, they're all needed. I love being a Manny Den, right. um, but yes, it's such a beautiful energy and I love it because, you know, I really, we are here to really encourage them and help them do that. So I yeah. love, I just have so much respect for 
for that energy. And then reflectors, you know, having all of those undefined energy centers, they really need to wait. They need to allow time to pass before they make decisions or react. So their strategy is wait a lunar cycle. It's not that they always have to wait a full month to make every decision. That would be crazy. Right. But they do need to allow all of the energies to move through them and then release everything that's not there so they can see what remains and what remains yeah. is what is truly there. So they have to go through that process all the time with everything. Yeah. And then they have to let it pass through release. And then they're like, okay, yes, this is what I'm going to do. So they just really, I mean, I would say as a reflector, like give yourself at least three days before you say yes or no to anything. Just, you know, if anyone asks you to participate or do anything, just have a, just come up with your simple response of I'll get back to you in 72 hours. And that way you can give yourself a little bit of time. You don't feel anxious that they're waiting for you. And then you can, you can say, and don't, don't, you know, say maybe or anything, just say, I'll get back to you in 72 hours. So you can make the exact correct decision for you. Yeah. Yeah, Um, That feels good. And I love, you know, I feel like sometimes when people hear about human design, they're like, oh, so we can all just do whatever we want. And then the world's going to be fine. We can't all just do whatever we want. We actually can. And it's by what we call selfish and in our culture, by doing that, we're, we're actually serving everybody. We're serving mm-hmm. the entire universe by being in the energy that was intended for us. Because if everyone does that, really people's needs would be very minimal because we would all be deeply cared for in our energy and we wouldn't be seeking out, you know, external validation. We, there's so many things that would not exist anymore. Um, so it really, by being what we call selfish and in our energy, we actually are in service of other people. And so many things in our designs are either, you know, we create for our own sake and by creating for our own sake, we're serving and creating for the universe. And so, but first it's only for you, the whole purpose of creating, um, you know, there's a specific channel uh, around the, the perfected form, the channel of perfected form. And it's just this deep creation just for yourself, your own personal enjoyment. But then the things that you could create mm. could be amazing. They could be something that touches every person on the planet and you just did it for your own personal satisfaction. Um, so there's, there's so much to tap into. And, you know, with the, um, with the profile in human design, there are many profiles. Your purpose is actually to be here for your own personal growth journey. That's mm-hmm. your purpose for being here. And then there's another, there's a handful of profiles and your job this time is to be in service of others. So we always have the right number of people doing both of those things at any given time. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually yours is a five one. So that's a left angle. And that is to be here in service of others. Oh, yes. So, you came here this time to uh, really help and serve others, which is powerful. And mine's a four, six. And that is really, I'm here for my own personal growth. And by doing that, I'm serving so many people. I'm showing people what's possible Mm -hmm. um, by simply just doing what's right for me. And that's really, it has that role model line in it. So Mm -hmm. here to just develop yourself and then other people can see, wow, you know, there's so many, what's possible for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, by, by seeing what's possible. So you are serving others by being an example. 
Um, so there's, yeah, there's so much around that. And then with the authority, yours being sacral, which, um, is really just that deep gut response. Yeah. Yes. No, in the moment. And then you just move on. You just know immediately. Um, mine's emotional. So there's that deep sacral gut response. And then there's also an emotional wave sort of layered over top of it. So we can, feel like something's right. And then we wake up the next day and realize we said yes to something we don't want to do. So we have to ride the emotional wave. So again, like what I said with the reflector waiting, you need to wait or sleep on it um, as an emotional authority. So you have that gut response, but you still don't say anything. You still don't say yes or no, or maybe, and you sleep on it. And then the next day you can respond to somebody. So you give yourself 24 hours before you, um, commit to anything now with you and with the splenic you can just say yes or no in the moment yeah and, because yeah, you know so like sometimes and and that definitely feels true in sometimes but here's what's come and, and this could just be like a managing thing but i'll get all these ideas right and like have all these things that i want to do and in the moment it really feels like a yes i'm like yes to all the things and then time will pass right um and i'm like mm, i don't really want to do that anymore mm, like no thanks on that right so so that, and that may not even be related to like my authority as like being in the sacral, sacral authority. Um, but I do, so for an example, this is something that was very fresh yesterday. I was putting the details together on, um, on an offer that I'm kind of going to re-release. Like I'm going to change it up a little bit and re-release it. Well, I was like, oh, I just don't have all the details figured out right now. So I just need to come back to it later. And it felt really good to me in that moment to like, I couldn't make the decision right then and there. I couldn't fill it. So I'm like, I'll just come back to later. I'm going to sit on it some, and then I'll just circle back to it. So I don't know, like, how does that fall into, into, into my design? Yeah, there could be there. I mean, I definitely would be worth looking into your gates and channels, Uh but I would say as a Manny Jen, we are nonlinear beings. Yeah. So we're allowed to change our mind. We're all allowed to change our minds. Um, but I think in being authentic to our decision-making process, we should acknowledge what our authority is first and foremost, but we are always allowed to change our minds and not to feel bad about it. So it could be right in the moment. And then the next day you've, you're an evolved person and it's not right in this moment. Right. And yeah, Manny Jen's nonlinear. We yeah. can be like, we're going to do X, Y, Z. And then the next day we're going to do ABC. I mean, we could be totally different from day to day. Mm -hmm. Um, So we don't have to, yeah, we don't have to commit long term to things. We can't, we're allowed to change our minds. And I think, I mean, many gens have that energy where it's acceptable to do that. I would say, you know, as a culture, people like wrapped up in their logical brains would be like, no, you need to do what you said you're going to do. But I would say like energetically in business, I've never had anyone be like, I mean, I've like said I would do a project and I'm like, oh, actually, I can't do that anymore. I mean, as long as you're open and honest and you, um, you're allowed to do that. Yep. Yes. Yes. 100%. It's like inherently who you are, right? Like, like you Mm -hmm. said, um, you know, they just get it. Like people will just get it about you. Like it just becomes a natural piece of who you are and how you're perceived. So it's not that it's like something strange or like, Oh, okay. Well, like Lindsay just changed her mind. Oh, okay. Like she's just going in this direction or whatever. Um, I used to fight that a lot. Like even when I left my teaching job to come into running my own business full time and stuff, like I really struggled with it. 
but I struggled with it more than anyone else did. It was weird. It was like, everyone was like, Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. You'd be great at that. Okay. Like it was very like, sure. That's just the next thing that you're going to do to them. It was very natural whenever I came out about it. But to me, it was like, Oh my goodness, I'm changing my mind. I went to school for this. Now I'm, you know, like what? So it was like an entire like identity crisis. Uh, wish I had known then what my human design was. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we can just give ourselves permission to, to change our mind and do it respectfully, um, you know, respect people's time. And, and that's where the decision-making process comes in of, you know, being authentic in that moment so that we do make the best decision we can, but then we can always, we can change our mind. We can pivot, we can go in a different direction. And that's, yeah, energetically it feels correct for a manifesting generator to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. um, Spot on, man. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay, Missy. So let's briefly dive into where Gene Keys fits yeah. in with this. Um, that one is not, I, I've heard of it because I used to like really follow closely to a mentor that kind of teaches this. Um, but you don't really, I don't really see Gene Keys as often like in the mainstream stuff or like in, in, you know, on Instagram or like in the places as much as you see human design now. So can you give us like a brief overview of what it is and how it fits in with us finding our place and our purpose and things? Yeah. Your, your gene, the Gene Keys really are your purpose. It's such a powerful tool. So in your human design chart, when you look it up, you'll see your incarnation cross and it'll have a name. It'll say left angle or right angle something of something. Okay. And then it'll have four numbers. So that's the incarnation cross in human design. And it is really your purpose for being here, this, this iteration of life. So it is why you're here. And in human design, at least in the book um, that I have, that's the one that's by Ra Uruhu or, or co-authored by him, um, there's not a lot of information on the incarnation cross. And so the gene keys was really channeled through another man as it it is based on the incarnation cross. So the gene keys, each of the number, you look up the number, those four numbers in your incarnation cross. So those are the gene keys are those four numbers. So the book goes through the 64 gene keys. It's very, very deep. And I felt like, Um, you know, in human design with your gates and channels, which are those little colored lines that come out of your energy centers. When I looked up those, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I've been seen by this great spiritual being and fully recognized exactly as I am and just fully accepted. It's really powerful. And the same with the gene keys. It's like, it's amazing how spot on all of this is, but I just felt like I've always been really like, what is my purpose? And I know a lot of people are kind of like, what am I supposed to be doing? Mm -hmm. And for me and my gene keys, part of my purpose is to not know my purpose. That's actually part of my purpose to never understand my purpose, to simply be an an evolving human throughout my life. That's part of my purpose Mm -hmm. to never to never focus as a manager and it makes perfect sense, but right. it's not even related to that really, but there is no clear direction. There's no clear one thing. Um, I'm just supposed to evolve and move more and more into my energy. Um, wow. and, and that is part of my purpose for being here. So that's what Gene Keys is. It is a really a deep dive into your incarnation cross and human design. It's okay. Like, so, so the like, book is like two inches thick. It's huge. And if you like the audio book, 
Um, I have the book and the audio book because I like to listen to it while I'm gardening and stuff like that. Um, you have four main gene keys and then you've got like sub keys okay. of each of those four. So the four main ones are those four numbers in your incarnation cross. So those are the four outer ones. And then there's a few inside related to each of those. Um, and it takes about 30 minutes to listen to each gene key in the audiobook. So that's how in-depth it is for every single number. There's like a 30 minute chapter and it goes through the shadow okay. of the key. And then it goes through the gift and then it goes through the city. And the city is really that elevated state where you have arrived and you're enlightened. And it's, mm-hmm. I find the gift portion the most relatable because that's probably what I'm likely to be able to attain in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that the most, the one that I can like feel and that I definitely um, am working in. I feel like I'm working in that space. I also can recognize the shadow in a lot of them. Yeah. As being like some of them, I've never struggled with the shadow and some of them I deeply struggle with the shadow. Wow. What's yeah. the other piece? Did you say there was four? Uh, no, the third one is the city. So shadow, oh. then gift, then city is okay. really that enlightened. Like if you think of like the sage or the wise person, um, that is really, I mean, it's beautiful to read um, mm. that section. I, it's very, to me, it's like really high level energetics and it's powerful. Um, but the gift is really where I'm working on all of them. And moving into the gift and, you know, acknowledging the shadow because it's real and it exists. Um, But yeah, moving into that gift space as much as possible. And then sort of tasting the city portions. Mm, It's city, S-I-D-D-H-I. And it really is like that enlightened state. So that's what that means. Oh, okay. Um, Okay. Yeah, it's really powerful. I I got into the incarnation cross. I'm like, okay, this is my purpose. I don't understand it. <laughs> in human design. And then I learned about gene keys and realized, oh my gosh, those are the same numbers as, as the incarnation cross. And that's interesting. Oh, that's the incarnation cross. Um, so yeah, it's a really powerful tool. Again, there's nothing to believe. Uh-huh. You can just feel into the energetics of that. What are your... What are, do you see your incarnation cross? I'm trying to find it. I was looking at my chart and I'm like trying to find which, which thing that is. It's um, right. If you're on Jovian archive. So it's I'm on my body top. graph. Oh, okay. I don't know where it is on my body graph. Yeah. My body graph um, is definitely for somebody who wants to dive really deep into their human design chart. I would recommend that if you want to just kind of be aware, I would say Jovian archive is a lot simpler for a beginner. Um, because it's just a one page sort of everything's listed very nicely organized. I don't know where it is on my body graph. Is it like one of the, um, here, I can show you this really quick. Yeah. Is it like one of these little red squares that goes down the side right there? Nope. Nope. That is your design and your personality. Okay. Um, yeah, it would be normally like in Jovian archive, it's like, it says type and profile and strategy and authority and incarnation crosses right at the bottom. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to yeah. like do some research. I'm going to Google it and go see <laughs> if I can find it. Yeah. Jo- I would just go to Jovian archive and type it in. Okay. Um, it's interesting. Like with, with my, um, you know, my gene keys, for example, mm-hmm. 
I have eight and 14 and compromise is the shadow. So I'm never supposed to compromise. When I compromise, I'm in my shadow. Wow. And it's funny because my husband for years has always said, you, you do not compromise. I'm like, and I just, I said, I'm not supposed to compromise. Hmm. It, it is. Yeah. And so it's, that's something that I've always been very aware of yeah. and I can't compromise. It's impossible for me to compromise. I've never been able to do it. Yeah. Um, it's just something in me tells, tells me no. And then I also have eight and the shadow of that is mediocrity. And that's like something oh. for me, the same thing. Like I, I don't understand cookie cutter houses. I don't, I'm like, I don't know how anyone could live. Like, I don't understand anything that's like really mediocre. And like, yeah. I've always been, it's, I have a huge aversion to that. But then I will say um, my, some of my other ones, I definitely taste the shadow. I'm like, I am, I have a lot more shadow. Um, one in my life work, half heartedness is the shadow and then commitment is the gift. And I do tend to like, be like, Oh yeah, sure. I'll do that. I'll do that. And then I'm like overcommitted. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's part of that shadow. And that is a tendency that I do have. So that's something I've become a lot more aware of. And isn't that so cool though, that like you can have all of these like feelings that, and what can seem like frustrating sometimes. And now we're just like validated and we're like, yeah, that's just who I am. And like, I can work with it. Right. Like we're no longer, like you said, like we're no longer in resistance. We're no longer resisting it. Exactly. I love it. I love it. And like, yeah, it's like, it's sometimes like compromise. Like some people are like, oh yeah, you're supposed to compromise. Maybe some people are supposed to compromise, but I'm not supposed to. Yeah. And so all of them, you could see all of them as a negativity. Like I'm too fussy about mediocrity, or I could just say, no, it's not acceptable for me. And I don't have to put up with that. And that's yeah. not for me. Um, it, but then the half heartedness, it's like, yeah, I'm not supposed to say yes to a lot of things that I'm like, mm, maybe that's, you know, maybe, maybe not. And that comes into your authority of making that really clear decision of, of yes or no. Um, so yeah, I find that. And then I, my other one, um, there are four main ones. And like I said, and then there's one, two, three, four, five, six other ones in the center, which are kind of like sub gene keys of your four main ones. And then my other one is a gene key 30, um, and the, the shadow is actually desire, which is interesting. Like I've just been playing with that so much. And then the gift is lightness. And this is another one that I definitely have struggles with because I tend to take things really seriously. And so I think I'm stuck in that desire, you know, that desire piece, which it's, it's, a, it's interesting to understand how all of this works because for some people, that's a perfect state. And for other people, it's not. Yeah. And I think just knowing, knowing and having that self-awareness around, you know, what don't, don't ever compromise or some people they're meant to be more flexible and that's how they, that's how they get their opportunities. So it just, it's, I love everything, self-awareness and it's really, really powerful. So yes, you can dive into your gene keys. Um, if you want to, I would say that's more next level, but you should do whatever speaks to you. So you can, go there's no hierarchy of you need to understand your type you need to understand your strategy and authority to me it's not like that you just need to whatever's calling to you in your chart then just go with that thing yeah 
just follow that path. So love it. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. That was so good, Missy. So if anyone listening is like, Oh, I want more of this. I want to dive into this. Um, definitely go create a chart in my body graph. I did just while we were chatting back and forth, I quickly made one over in Jovian archive. So Mm -hmm. you can also make one there. I found my incarnation cross. Um, so yeah, like y'all go check out your charts and dive into this. You know, like you said, if it's speaking to you, I think that there's so much power just in having more awareness and in knowing, Oh, like that's normal for me. Or like, Oh, like there's nothing wrong with me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, there's so much power in that. So thank you so much for sharing that deep exploration and just giving us a taste of what it's like to, to explore that. Thank you. Yeah. And I think, you know, diving into it as a self-awareness tool where we can begin to accept ourselves it, by accepting ourselves, then we can accept other people and knowing that, you know, the differences are perfect. Mm-hmm. And we get, can get so caught up in, um, you know, like like-minded people and all of that, but we're actually so different. Yeah. And when we can accept ourselves and love ourselves exactly as we are, then we can extend that to other people. And to me, that is the most powerful part of human design. And I know that Ra Uruhu, who's the one who channeled human design, he always said that it's for the children. And I love that because I do have four kids and I have read, I've done a reading for all of them in front of the whole family and Um, you know, read my husband's chart in front of the whole family. And, you know, with the energy centers, we can become conditioned by our parents, by, because most people are generators and manigens. Most of us have been raised by generators and manigens. So the expectation may have been for us to be that. Mm -hmm. Um, So being aware of all of that. And if, you know, as children are coming into the world and being raised, if we can be aware of that and we can avoid them being conditioned the way that we may have been, then we can save people a lot of struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that to me is the most powerful thing mm-hmm. is that as we become more aware, we can pass that on um, to others, to children and really help everybody be in their energy and not struggle as much, not, not be in that resistance of hmm, what's for me, what's not for me. We just know, we know, we know how to feel things in our body and know what's right for us. And we can move out of that logical space of making decisions. Yeah. 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 Oh, that feels so good. So good. Thank you so much, Missy. Um, Where, okay. So we know that our community can come and connect with you at tasteofsimple.com, right? Okay. Perfect. And I do, I do human design reading. So there is a, there is a tab on there if you want to do uh, a one-on-one reading with me, which I love diving in with people. People, it's so much of an opening experience where people actually have one right after this, which I'm really excited about. Um, but yeah, it's a powerful experience and just dive into the thing that feels good for you and just experiment. It's an experiment. It's a lifelong experiment and evolution and um, really powerful tool. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Missy. I have enjoyed this thoroughly. I'm going to go dive into my gene keys whenever uh, I have some open space in my calendar, right. Uh, To go, to go and say yes to that. So thank you so much for this. I know that our audience just soaked that up. So if you all have questions, definitely reach out to Missy on Instagram or go to her website, book that reading um, and see how this can help you navigate business and life and all of the, the juicy details that are in between. So thank you so much, Missy. And we will see you all in the next episode.